Welcome to the show. We're so glad you're here. Now let's have some fun. Yeah. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Welcome, friends. It's another episode of the Brian Trust. It's our end of the year extravaganza-ish. <laughs> okay. It's our new it's our New Year's it's our it's our end of the year okayathon. It's our okayathon. It's our okayathon. Yeah, it was okay. It's all good. Um we hope you enjoyed our our brief our, our very short holiday special last week. Um we were going to we were going to record an episode originally uh you know for Christmas but we kind of decided to forgo that and so we threw that mm-hmm. up as a, as a gift for you guys. It's an it's an old recording I did a few years ago. Um, it was good. Uh, I'm gonna I liked to it. Expand the catalog and do more of those kind of things. I've been meaning to do more of that for a while, so I'm, I'm hoping to do more of that going forward, so that we have something to share with people. Sure. Yep. You know, going going as it is. So yeah, I, we hope you all enjoyed that. In the meantime, we wanted to end this year on an up note. Yes, please. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna spend this hour talking about good things that happened this year. Not Yay. just with us, but with the in the news in general, and some of just really cool kind of happy things. We talked about some. We've done this. Uh, we did this a couple of years ago as well, um, where we end out the year and just kind of talked about like positive news items and things like that. So I think it'd be fun to kind of revisit that idea. But first, I want to ask, how was your Christmas, man? Christmas was good. Yeah, yeah, very low key. Went over to a friend's house because all of our family is in other parts of the country. Did you get anything so, you wanted this year? <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I don't really go for things. Yeah. I, even as a kid, I mean, oh, I. Well, did you get something that you wanted this year? It was. Yeah. A, oh, yeah. Like oh, really cool yeah. Gift the gifts or... were the gifts were amazing. Yes. Okay. There were a lot, a lot of cool stuff came in. You know, was there and, one you one you care I mean, to share just for fun, or uh, was that really cool? Or yeah, I, there were a couple cool things that came in. Uh, somebody gave me a Rubik's cube Bluetooth speaker. Oh, I'd never wow, seen that's kind of cool. <laughs> I know it, it was kind of cool. Is it, is it actually like? Is it an actual like working Rubik's cube? I think it actually twists. I haven't taken it out of the box yet. Okay, but okay. it's no, uh, that's fair. That's all right. It's pretty that's, cool. I like that uh, idea. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Got some movie tickets. That's always nice. Right on. Uh, some really comfy pajama bottoms. Those nice. are nice. Yeah, nice. those are nice. Uh, I got a really cool book that I'm reading. Um, cool. Uh, so what are the? I mean, little little knickknacky little things. Yeah. I mean, it, it was fun. I it was it was cute. But you know, that's we. Uh, I I take a lot more joy in, in the giving part of it. Sure. No, no. And that's, and that's, and it's different for everybody. And that's, yeah. I was just curious if there was something in particular, because sometimes we don't necessarily give each other a lot of gifts either. It depends on, I know in my, the number of gifts depends on the year kind of sometimes go for quality over quantity and yeah. You know, find like that one really cool thing for them and like, here you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of that, yeah, obviously depends on finances too. But it's uh, oh, yeah, there's that. It's kind well, of. I like. I mean, I, like I didn't. I didn't I, I, being a starving actor, I gave like nothing this year, even cards. Like I did not. I got some stuff for my parents because they were kind enough to host me in their house for a week. Yeah, um, that's nice. But uh, like my my siblings and their family, like I didn't send anything this year. Uh, yeah. I feel bad about that partially, but I just, yeah. I couldn't afford. I called them both. Sure. Uh, on Christmas Day, like I usually do, if, if we're not in the same house, I'll always call them just to, on the holiday to see see what's going on. So. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But, but the I, giving is nice. I I always yeah. like to see people's reaction, you know, with the gifts yeah. that we give. Yeah, that's and, nice. That's always nice. Well, and I always like with my like my 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 dad. I got him a couple of books that were on his, I, I kind of shopped at the last minute, like the day before I drove up there, I went out, like I got their Amazon wish list and I went to physical stores and found like, let's see what I can find on the list. Mm. Um, yes. Again, smart note for people do not shop at the last minute. It gets them so much harder. Yeah. Um, right. Especially if some people are particular about their stuff, but while well, even like my mother, I got her, 
an Amazon gift card because I basically so she could buy books for her Kindle was what I was looking for. I went to like four different stores and they were all out. I'm like, are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Like both Kindle and Amazon gift cards. And then even I finally went to the grocery store and found a three pack of the $10 cards. I'm like, all right, that's, I'm just getting that. <laughs> you know? yeah. And then I yep. found like a greeting card that was very funny. Cause that's like within the family. That's my talent is finding really goofy cards that I know right. that a person's going to love. So that's right. Um, and it was perfect. Like that, that, that particular card was perfect because it's kind of written like, like a child to their parent. Sort of I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's perfect. That works. Yeah, and that's it was, cool. It was it was a musical card, so I do get a kick out of it. And she oh, did. those are nice. Was, yeah. yeah. Well, I find most of the time I find them obnoxious, but this was particularly funny. So I was kind of like, yes. Um, but so in terms of gifts, I the main things I got like my sister, my sister supplied the stocking. Mm. Uh, this year. Oh, she, but well, because my stocking was in Phoenix before I have this old yarn stocking that was basically originally knitted by my grandmother oh. and each of us has one and my parents both had them as well and, and stuff like that. And so, and I'm amazed it's, I mean, it's 40 plus years old, so I'm, I'm amazed it's held up, but it, my mother sent it to Phoenix last year or a couple of years ago. Um, and my sister's had it for a while and she sent it back. Uh, with a bunch of gifts for the stock. So she bought my stocking gifts, which is perfect because she, yeah. you know, my sister, my sister gets me. So, yeah. <laughs> so there are a lot of funny gifts in there, like another pack of socks that I don't need. Um, because I have, I just opened the pair from last Christmas that I got the set. So mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. like, I don't have to go through socks that much. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I got a set of wireless headphones. Oh, nice. Like Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. Nice. Right. I, well, it was on my wish list. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is what I Oh, want. that's nice. That is that's, nice. It, it's, yeah, they're not super fancy, but I was like, it, it seems like a good beginner pair. Oh, yeah. A good starter pair of headphones. And, you know, it met my needs. And I was like, yeah, I've used yeah. them, charged them once, and I haven't had to recharge them yet. So. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I haven't been using them like all the time, but I've been using them for like an hour to stretch. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I was at my folks early in the morning I, I get up and then I pop them in. I paired them with my iPad and I've been watching, I finished binge watching scandal this week. Um, but I was watching, I'd watched several shows while I was working on uh, projects because it was kind of a working vacation for me. So I was, mm-hmm. I was trying to get that shit done uh, early in the morning before everybody got up. So I was mm-hmm. doing that several mornings and mm-hmm. um, my brother got me a, a D and D uh, book mm-hmm. Mm. Out of the ones I had on my list, because I only had three, he picked the exact one I was hoping for the most. So oh, I'm like, that's a little good. creepy, because it was like, <laughs> mm. um, like why didn't, I'm surprised he didn't get me the player's handbook. He got that instead. I'm like, like good call. And I even, I even told him, like, are you guys reading my thoughts? That's really weird. Mm. Uh, so I'm glad he got it for me. That was great. And, um, and then my parents bought me a paper shredder. Ah, so it, that's been on my wish list for a while. That was because my old one died when I moved here, mm-hmm. like during the move. It's it's weird. Um, I had I had the Mailmate from Staples, mm-hmm. long time. It's this little desktop shredder that's really good, but for some reason, every time I've moved, like big moves, the motor has died. Oh, well, because I'd had it for a, you know I'd had it for several years, and then I move and the motor dies and it won't work anymore, so I have to replace it. And I, I didn't go to Staples. I just didn't have the money to go to Staples and get a replacement of that. So yeah. they bought me like this big one. It was Amazon, but it's one of those like taller, like sits on the floor. Yeah. Shredders. That's like medium to heavy duty that yeah. I wanted. You know, it was, I mean, it's the one I wanted. It was on my wish list. So I'm like, Oh, great. So yeah. hopefully I'm going to set, once I get my room organized, I'm going to set it up in here with mm. that stuff. Cause I have a bag full of things I've been saving to shred mm. for months <laughs> so right. i'm gonna make it snow no i don't Yay. want to well because i'll just clean i don't want to do that sure. uh, but <laughs> hopefully i can get some uh get some get some shredding on mm-hmm. or get my get my security on mm. Mm. The war. but those are like the three kind of really cool gifts and uh, you know i got some other things as well and right all packed up nicely in a box to sit with the pile of other boxes of full of Christmas stuff that I don't use. Oh, there you go. Uh, more pencils. Um, every year in my stocking, I get a pack of those of mechanical pencils. I love with, those to go with like the three or 400 that I already have. On oh, sure. <laughs> so I have enough pencils to go to Armageddon. Like I know I write nothing in pencil anymore. Um, but still, well, yeah, 
There is I, something about getting a new writing instrument that feels oh, good. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's oh no, it's terrific. I I have no problem with it. I just it makes me giggle like when my sister gives me some of this stuff because I'm just like because it's the same things that go in the stocking every year. Yeah, she right. Has these standard. I wonder if she has like a checklist of like these standards, like socks and this, and then like these are the things socks, that get every pencil. year. Yeah. Well, she joked about it. Like, I, I, when I called my sister, that's going to, it sounds like that may become the running joke. Oh. Christmas. She's going to buy me a pack of socks that I won't, that I won't open until the following December. To sure. Uh, right. So I'm like, Oh, great. Now I have some for next Christmas. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, and they're just they're like a pack of sick. You just buy on a shelf at Kmart kind of thing. Like it's nothing fancy. Yeah. I have some yeah. thought like I don't go through a lot of new socks Right. The brand I was using before has betrayed me because their their socks have uh-huh. been getting thinner and thinner in the last batch I bought just are really bad with the cold weather because it's like paper thin and yeah. I don't know what they're doing. So I um uh, here's I some, here's something funny. I, I oh. won't give the name away, but it rhymes with pains. Mm. <laughs> so. This may be coming too late because the because of Sears and Kmart possibly going closing right uh but uh we were going around kmart uh we had a gift card from sears that actually was good at kmart and so we were kind of going around and i needed new socks whatever and uh i bought craftsman socks oh craftsman yeah i was like yeah what (laughs) yeah it's all branding stuff really now. They don't care. <laughs> made, made yeah, but these are actually made, really good um, socks. Like they are yeah. really, they're durable, man. Well, they're I found, really well, and one of the things that, well, it's interesting because one of the things I found like Kmart, this was before, before they merged with Sears or got bought by Sears or whatever happened there. But Kmart used to have a big and tall section mm. that they had in like the early, it, it was a few years before the, the Sears thing happened. Um, but I remember that because I used to go find shirts. Like they had some really good polos and things that I would buy. And I'd buy like several. So I had, you know, work shirts and things like that that were really nice. And they were in my size. It was terrific. And then after this, the merger with Sears, like the build quality of the shirts plummeted. Mm. Um, and I was like, oh, man, this was so lucky. I loved shopping yeah. at Kmart for my clothes because nobody has a big and tall section anymore. No, right. I was just like, oh, this sucks. I don't want to go to the big and tall store because it's so expensive. JC Penney's um, does, believe it or not. I actually, when we were in Florida, because I'm tall. Yeah, but finding know. a JC Penney's anymore is really hard. <laughs> Pretty much any mall is going to have one. But you know, yeah, uh, when we were in Florida, out, I'm like, I don't know what Dirty Pennies around here is. But, yep. you know. When we were in Florida, I ripped my pants accidentally, mm. right, right in the thigh, right above my knee in the front. Ooh, I, I, I had it was so hot and sticky that day. I sat down, and you know how you kind of have to like pull your, you kind of have to like pull your pants up a little bit so there isn't that tightness when you sit down when your knee like catches on the fabric and stretches. You know, sure. When you sit down, okay. Anyway, so I did that, and I had sat down, but then I realized I needed to, I needed to kind of like give my pants a little bit of, you know, slack. And when I went to pull it, the, the material was so thin in the in in that area that it just ripped. Ooh! So as fashionable as it looked, you know, because I was looking around, the cool kids all had ripped jeans. So I was like, okay maybe I'm going to be cool for a day, whatever. I don't feel so bad, but the hole got bigger and bigger and bigger. <laughs> and yeah. so I had, I had mistakenly and stupidly only brought one pair of pants with me. To wow. So, uh, on a Sunday morning at 9am, I was at JC Penney's cause they had a big and tall section. And, uh, I found a pair of pants that wasn't, wasn't quite my size. It was a little bigger than I would have purchased them. But the leg length was perfect. Right, right. So anyway, they're really roomy. And, uh, you know, I, I, I can do that thing where, like, I undo my belt and I can pull my pants out. I go, look how much weight yeah. I've lost. But really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I, uh, <laughs> I find most I, I tend to travel with, like, a, a single pair of pants. But I always have, like, short a pair of shorts and yeah. I have my oh, yeah. wet pants just in case. 
I had those in too. case my pants rip or something. I got another pair of something I can throw on at least. Yeah. Uh, well, so these are these were Levi's Farmer Tan to the world. Yeah, Levi's was my brand, and I I think I had had those pants for almost a year, maybe yeah. two. Yeah, you know, and that's like washing. I don't dry my pants. I don't dry the the jeans because that just that just makes them wear faster. Really? You know? Yeah, because of the dryer and the thing, it just it loosens up. I didn't know that. So that's good to know. Yeah, I got a nice tip from a good friend of ours in Florida. Uh, she washes all of her jeans inside out and then dries them on a rack. Hmm. Yeah. So that actually, you know what? My pants lasted a lot longer than they usually would. I actually probably had those pants almost two that. years, I want to say. That same pair of pants, probably two years. Thus ends the educational portion of this program. <laughs> right. Nobody's mentioned their sponsors of this yeah, podcast. That's cool. Yeah, no, that's interesting. All right. Yeah. Cool. Well, no, I'm glad I had a good time. I had a good time. My um my one of my aunts flew in uh the the night before I left. She was coming to visit them as well and stay for a week. So I, I actually stayed later than I originally planned, stayed a day extra so I could see her because I hadn't seen her in like a decade. So I wanted to Mm-hmm. with her a little bit before i left that's nice so yeah, I, was that's I, was, nice. I ended up having to drive to the airport to pick her up uh, um due to flight snafus and things like that it was on the holidays yeah it, well and it, it, it well there, you know it was bad weather you know it's been yep. kind of raining off and on in a lot of places and it just was she was in she was in louisiana visiting one of my cousins and staying with them for christmas and then there was like a tornado watch mm. uh, flying out of new orleans and and so it was just a bunch of, she was originally supposed to leave early in the morning. Uh, she had gotten down there. I think her flight was at like nine o'clock or something. Her flight didn't, the flight she ended up on didn't leave till like two or three thirty mm. in the afternoon. Uh, Cause her original one got pushed a couple of times and got canceled. And I think it was because the flight coming in either had mechanical problems or got canceled because of weather. We're not sure. And they had to route another plane from like Charlotte mm. to, to meet there and, and, and fly back to Charlotte. <laughs> like it was, it was crazy. Uh, following that, my mother was originally going to be the one to drive down the airport and meet her and just got a little stressed out. And it was raining in Nashville that day and mm. she didn't want to deal with driving in the rain at night and was, mm. and especially being stressed out. So she asked me if I could go. I'm like, yep. <laughs> so, yep. I'm like, I'll hop in my giant SUV and drive down there. I got no problem with that. There you go. I like how it did rain the entire trip. (laughs) So it was, I was stressed out for nothing. It was like, it was all fine. Yeah. Like we got there and the, like the cell phone waiting lot was full. So we ended up circling the airport for like 10 laps Mm -hmm. um, while we were waiting for her to be in the baggage claim and then come meet us out on the curb and stuff. It was hilarious. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I, I, well, if I thought about, because I mean, my aunt's in her 80s at this point. And I was like, if I thought about the stupid thing, I should have just parked in the garage, like paid for the parking, and gone in and met her at the baggage claim, so we could help her out and stuff. So yeah, yeah. Um, rather than circling for, I was just like, sure, I don't mind circling. I mean, I've got a full tank of gas and lots of time, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can do this all night. Like, eh, yeah, there's Big Ben, nice. Parliament. You know, it was. Uh, so it was, uh, so it was fun, but we got her and got her back to the house and just, yeah, had a nice visit and got to talk to her a little bit. And those are always really nice. On and yeah, uh, heard, heard more stories about them as kids that I hadn't, a couple things I hadn't heard before and some things that Ooh. got me a little worried. Um, oh. I'm not going to talk about it on this show. So that's no, <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 nothing bad. Nothing really bad. Just, uh, but those are always like, interesting. Oh, hey, you know, I didn't know that that's, that's, yeah. but, but it's like good information to be like, okay, I want to hold on and think about that in the future. Yeah. Um, that kind of thing. So, you know, it was good to, it's good to have that time. However brief it was, uh, to visit where I wish her flight had gone off the way it was planned. Cause then I would have at least had a few more hours to, right with them and stuff and i delayed as long yeah. as i could yesterday driving back and then i got home and i was just but because i was worried about getting here to atlanta during rush hour especially on friday before a holiday weekend because oh New yeah um and it was supposed to be raining all day originally and then it wasn't raining like at all the entire trip yeah. <laughs> so mm. it's just like okay but i got home and i had to i had to take like four or five trips from the car to unload mm. everything because uh, I took all my laundry with me so I could do it mm. at my parents' house. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, just it just worked out that way. I swear it wasn't planned. I just kind of, <laughs> but I took advantage of the situation. So, like, yeah, lots of laundry. I had like four or five loads of laundry. So, I'm like, okay, now I'm set for a while. Yeah, that's Which nice. Is, well, because then it beats having to pay at the laundromat. So, right. Um, but uh, so no, so yeah, it was. Yeah, I drove back. I actually slept in today. Mm. Uh, woke up at like seven. Mm. It's weird for me. I was like, oh, oh, wow. I didn't think it was that late. So <laughs> it was nice. I'm like, yay. I didn't that is nice. sleep that long. So, well, because I went to bed at like 930 or something like that. So it was a long. Yeah. I, you know what? I find as, as I get older, I find that going to bed a little earlier actually is nice. Even though yeah. I'm not sleeping as long. It's just nice to be able to have that luxury of just like laying in bed if you want or well when I first when I first moved away from LA um the first time when I was living in LA and and moved back to Phoenix to and I was staying in my sister's place and stuff I always thought it was weird cuz they were going to bed at like 8:30 9 o'clock in the morning and for me it was like when I lived in LA I would be up till like midnight I didn't sleep super late i mean i got up usually when the sun came in through the window but it was usually like 7 30 yeah 7 yeah. or seven thirty. when i even then with the sun coming in I'm like oh yeah get up and kind of move around and stuff but for them it was because my sister they got up super early mm. to go to work because she worked a 10-hour shift so she'd go in at like four or five o'clock mm. to get because she had like an hour commute to work you know so get there at six then she'd be there till like four yeah come home so it was like it was kind of weird but then i i started seeing the benefit of that and i'm like yeah i'm just gonna go to bed a little earlier and mm-hmm. be disciplined enough get up when they leave and and do my voiceover work it gives me time to do because everybody would leave when they all because my, yeah. my niece would go to school and and sure. they'd take off for work because i'd have the house to myself and be like this is great get up eat breakfast get to work and i can you know work on recording voiceover stuff before it got too hot Right. Uh, in the closet. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, yeah. No ventilation. I'm like, all right, I can get a good hour or two in, get it all recorded. And then I can just edit in the afternoon. Yeah. So, so it was, it was nice. And I've, I've kind of kept that up even with, I mean, with the jobs I've had, I still have to get up at like five 30 in the morning, just out of discipline. But typically right. even on my days off, I still get up at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was happening the whole week. I was at my parents. I was still getting up at like five or 6 a.m which, you know, was an hour earlier because they're in central time, even though they're only a couple right. hundred miles away. They're over right. the time, time zone line. And so it was like four o'clock. And I'm just like, oh, man. Hmm. But it did get longer. It did drift a little later during the week I was there because I was trying to be more disciplined about sleeping to hmm. a civil hour for them. Um, that, and like, we didn't have breakfast till nine or 10. So like, I'm going to sit here and not eat for like six hours after I get up. Like, I don't mm. know what I'll do with myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, so usually, usually by the time they had breakfast, it was more like second breakfast. So I always had something small to eat and like, I'll just eat some stuff. They're really <laughs> nice breakfast and lunch and supper Well, they're retired, you know, mm-hmm. so they don't eat dinner until like 8 PM and. Okay. You go to sleep a couple hours after that. I'm like, that's super weird. I know. But it's not that weird. If I think about the schedule they're on, I'm like, yeah, it's not that weird. Uh, so everybody's, you know, everybody's on their schedules. It's that's what it is. So I'm looking forward to retirement. I um, I don't know that I am, but odds are pretty much I'll be able to retire like five years after I'm dead. So. Oh yeah. Um. Or, you know, if my career takes off enough, they'll have digitized me and I'll be in movies well past my death anyway. Right. So hopefully, hopefully they'll de-age me properly. Mm. Um, But anyway, anyway, enough of that. We want to end on a good note. We've got. No, no, we're not down. down. I'm saying retirement's good. I want to be able to live. Well, for some people it's not. (laughs) So that's the thing. It's not necessarily an ending. You just, it's, you just have to, be careful by that because it's like, are you retiring from everything or what are you doing? Or, you know, no, it's, no, no, it's weird. No, no. So, alrighty. So I wanted to, we're going to switch tracks again, this episode. Now that we've covered that, we're going to spend the rest of the hour talking about good stuff. Yay. Uh, I, have a, I have a plethora of articles to share. 
um, for this good year. Some of it came from CNN's other, the re- most of the rest of it came from the good news network. Oh, I like that one. Website, goodnewsnetwork.org. Um, it's not a nonprofit, but if you want to go there, get a membership, it's all positive news stories throughout the year. It's kind of like, like upworthy it. without the clickbait. Sure. Um, they actually, you know, focus on telling nice stories without mm-hmm. going, Hey, you won't believe what happened here. Oh yeah. So that's, that's what I like. Um, so I'm going to start with the CNN stuff just because, uh, there's half of it's, you know, some of it's cool. Some of it's, eh, you know, there were mm-hmm. some nice things. Uh, I liked the, um, I mean, speaking on a, on a national level, you know, or a global level, you know, North and South Korea had mm-hmm. a summit earlier in the year. Uh, some of that was epitomized by the by both of their ice hockey teams merging into a single team at the Winter Olympics. Oh yeah, and playing together, which yeah. I thought was cool. Um, but they vowed to formally end the Korean War, which is still technically ongoing, even though there's a peace oh, treaty in effect right. or ceasefire. Like there's no shooting going on, but technically that war has not, still has not ended. Eighty years, eighty plus years later, right. the, the war still hasn't ended. No, sorry, sixty plus years later. Um, that war still is technically not over. Um, Canada, uh, this is kind of weird, uh, nationally decided to legalize marijuana. Oh, okay. Uh, only second in the world after Uruguay. Uruguay. Yeah, apparently. Hmm. Uh, but Canada has, has legalized it. Uh, you know, some states here have sort of legalized it, but technically, certainly it's still illegal to have. Hmm. I don't know how they get around that, but it's, it's weird. Um, Within this country, you know, we had the midterms this year, so there was some cool stuff that happened. We talked about some of the first Muslim and Native American women elected into Congress. Mm. Uh, uh, Colorado now has will have the first openly gay governor mm. there you go. Uh, in the United States. Here's something interesting um, the Trump administration did that was good. Um, they have officially banned bump stocks. For oh, guns, yeah, those for, for those who remember the Las Vegas shooting from a couple of years ago, uh, that guy had famously used bump stocks for his weapons to make it fire as though it were fully automatic. Uh, and it's it's considered illegal. It was considered a legal modification to to a semi-automatic weapon because um, it didn't really do anything to the internal workings of the weapon. Um, and now they've there's been a push for that for ever since then to get rid of those. Um, and so thankfully they finally officially banned, uh, those bump stocks and that's a good thing, I think. Um, so that's, yeah, I think that's good. Uh, Ireland repealed its ban on abortion. Oh, okay. Which is interesting given it's Ireland, you know, famously largely Catholic majority country. So that, yeah, that's kind of interesting. Saudi Arabia, women are legally allowed to drive. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I think it's been kind of, yeah, it's it, globally even, it's been interesting. Now we're going to move even beyond that into the cosmic. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, it should be, uh, yeah, I think it's, uh, so let's say, where was that? Yeah. So there was some stuff from NASA made it quite a few this year, quite a few news stories this year. So we, we landed another probe on Mars. Yeah. The insight lander, which is did two main things. And that was just in the, at the end of November that that happened. And there were two main things that that did. First, there was the, the first lander selfie oh. from Mars, which was weird because when you watch it, you, when you look at the picture, cause it was like a 360 picture, but you can't see the arm of the camera. Oh. So it looks like it, the camera's literally just hovering in midair. Yeah. Like where do who I was like, I remember when pen, friends posted that on Facebook, I'm like, wait, not to, not to be weird or anything, but who's holding the camera? <laughs> yeah. Like, Mars conspiracy, you know? Um, so I thought that was very funny, but then it also, the insight lander also made the first recording of sound of the sound of wind oh. on Mars. Um, like a week later, NASA released that. Um, but it's not like, it's basically just like a recording of vibrations, uh, specifically. And, and, and the insight lander is there, uh, for like measuring earthquakes hmm. primarily. Um, or Mars but it quakes, caught, as it it caught, but it caught this rumble caused by vibrations in the wind. 
Oh. Um, and so it was like an air pressure sensor and those kind of things. And so it, there's, there's a recording of that yeah. as well. Um, yeah. we'll, have a li- we'll have links to all these articles in the show notes. It's going to be the biggest list of show notes we've had in the all year, but um, it'd be worth it. <laughs> and then also um, to get extra cosmic this year, yeah. uh, the other Voyager spacecraft has left the solar system. Whoa. Yeah, I know. Voyager 2 left the solar system, reached interstellar space um, earlier this month, in fact, just a few weeks ago. They think it kind of... Voyager 1, which launched after Voyager 2, oddly enough, uh, crossed the crossed into interstellar space back in 2012. Yeah. Uh, for those who follow the... Sci- for, those, for those of our fellow science nerds who follow news like that, um, so they, they did that a while ago. Voyage 2 passed this year, but they basically were launched in different directions. Oh, yeah. Kind of. So um, I guess Voyager 1's path was a little shorter. Hmm. So, uh, and they, obviously they've been doing one. They're still broadcasting. So it's, uh, they suspect that um, like the, like the probe, the cameras on the probes are no longer on, but they're still transmitting data and they've been slowly shutting down systems to save power. Yeah. Um, as they're, as they've been going on, they suspect they're probably, will probably operate for about anywhere from five to 10 more years. Wow. Um, that's their hope at least. So, and these, these things launched back in 1977. Holy moly, so, man. Yeah. Over 40 years ago. So that's, uh, that's great. I love that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Oh, there was the NASA's solar, uh, observatory. The oh. kind of, I, this is another sound related thing. There's a clip. They, there, there's an audio file of the noise that the sun makes. Hmm. So it's basically a kind of mapped out like the vibrations that create that hum similar to the, the wind on Mars, but it's this idea. There's a sound file of what the sun actually sounds like. Kind of I would I would assume it sounds like a uh, crackling fireplace. Oddly enough, no, it actually sounds no, like a, it sounds like a low power vacuum cleaner. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, but that's how because based on because they're basically it's a it's a recording of the vibrations, not necessarily. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You would think, and that's the thing. It's like, and that's even in the article on CNN. It's like it doesn't sound like a massive Yule log, like some people may have suspected. Right. Sounds but like a big kind of, sports fire. It is a very soothing sound. It's kind of odd. It's like, oh, oh yeah. It's, that kind of, yeah. It relaxes right. you and then it burns you. Yeah. <laughs> Just fall into <laughs> a warm sleep as you roast over an open fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 Okay. So now, so that's most of the CNN stuff that I got. Um, I'm looking at some other stuff. So the good news network, they deal with a lot of smaller stories and that's kind of what I liked about it. I like um, that. One of the major ones that I want to start with first was the, uh, going back to political stuff, obviously the government's in a partial shutdown right now. Yeah. Uh, over the, the wall, uh, whatever. Mm, anyway, but this did not stop, uh, about 1500 military and civilian personnel from continuing to ban the phones and run the switchboard for the NORAD Santa tracker this year. Uh, uh, so yeah. they kept going without pay. They volunteered uh, on Christmas Eve to work. Uh, mm. the, it's, it's interesting reading this article because it kind of goes into the history of this a little mm. bit. It's the 63rd year in a row that they've done this. Yeah. Um, it started in 1955 when Sears, as you were talking about earlier, uh, due to a misprint, in an advertisement. So the phone number that they printed went to NORAD. <laughs> oh boy. Or the predecessor to NORAD. Cause NORAD wasn't formally founded at that point yet. Right. Um, but military personnel, when they got the calls rather than they decided to just say, yeah, we're keeping track of Santa to play along. Yeah. And, that. and so then when NORAD was officially founded in 1958, they made it part of their mission every year to do this. That's so cool. Ever since, which I think is awesome. And they've got the website, uh, noradsanta.org, and they have a toll-free number that kids can call or email 
um, they have an email address that, that, that people can write to to track where Santa is and they uh, they do all that stuff and they've been doing it every year since. So I think that's really cool. Um, they use they use the satellites that NORAD has in orbit uh, and they talk about tracking Santa's location using heat sensors and uh, all stuff, or it's like for UFOs and things like that. So that's kind of what they do. I think it's, I've been to the site in years past and I think it's really cute. And I love the fact that they use like yeah. a satellite tracker, like here's where Santa is now. And like, yeah. how would you know? Yeah. It's kind of, I think it's fascinating. So yeah. good on them for that. I think that's really great. Yeah. Uh, and the fact they're manning the phone bank still, I think that's really awesome. So, um, so that's, uh, that's cool. And let's see. And then in keeping with that, since it since it's Christmas time, uh, I think this is kind of cool. There are a couple other Christmas-related stories. So um, here in Atlanta, specifically locally, um, Tyler Perry, for those who know him with the Medea films, and he's got his own studio at this point. Yeah. Uh, okay. As a film, as a director and an actor and a writer and things like that. So he originally he had tried to do this anonymously and it kind of got he kind of got outed. He went to two Walmarts in Atlanta, kind of in the south southwest corner of Atlanta, um, yeah. where he's based out of, and went to two Walmarts, paid paid off like almost half a million dollars in layaway items. Oh, that's for nice. people randomly. Basically, just went to the stores and just anything that was on layaway as of like a few weeks ago, just went in and paid everything off for for folks. So they just had to go to the store yeah. and pick up their stuff. That's nice. Yeah, that was a really great. Yeah, it was like four hundred thirty-two thousand dollars worth wow. of stuff. And, there's in the in the article which I'll have in the link. There's a there's a video that he had posted to Twitter about it when he made the announcement. And at the end, he was just like, "You know what? I'm I'm fortunate that I'm in a good position to be able to do this." And I'm yeah, that's like, really nice for people. And yeah, no, I think that's awesome. Uh, I think I think Drake. There was a this year he had a song called God's Plan or whatever, and so for his music video, it's literally him giving money to less fortunate people and like buying, yeah. buying yeah. houses and cars and giving scholarships to kids. Like that's the oh, whole video wow. is him doing stuff for other people. And it's right. Like, that's so cool. That's um, so very cool. I liked, so I like that one a lot. Um, the other one, this one is more, this one's even more intimate in a sense. Uh, so for Christmas Eve, there was this flight attendant and she unfortunately was scheduled to work on Christmas Eve and Christmas day. Yeah. So, what happened was her she was going because she was going to be working her family didn't want her to be on her dad bought a seat on every single one of her flights oh so he could fly with her on oh. christmas eve and christmas day everywhere they were going so they could oh speak. that's nice so i was like oh that's awesome that is that's nice it kind of got added um a they were on a flight from like fort myers florida i think to detroit and he uh there was a fellow passenger who heard the story and so he he like took photos and posted it to social media and that sort of it kind of went viral from there so that's i thought that was kind of cool you know um that is cool and some of it was him using i mean he didn't he used um benefit like he had frequent flyer miles obviously his family member of a flight attendant they can pay a little less and sure things like that as well but i think that's really awesome and uh it's really nice and even delta like posted a, a posted a letter or posted a statement, you know, thanking her for that. And, and, you know, like, Oh, that's kind of cool. We're glad she, they were glad they were able to do that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. That is nice. And even got, uh, and I guess one of the, one of the flights, they even let him fly first class. So Ooh. yeah. First class is nice. I have to say it, it, it can be. Yeah. I've, uh, I've done it before myself. It was kind of, yeah. and one my, uh, my aunt, when she flew in because of all the trouble they had, she ended up in first class on one of the flights. Yeah. Uh, going yeah. to Nashville. So that was, I thought that was kind of cool too. So. Yeah. It doesn't happen very often, but we'll get bumped in the first class. I think we've been up there a few times. Right. But, uh, it, it's so, I was joking one time. I was like, I wonder when the ice cream Sundays are going to come. <laughs> right. And I'm not kidding. Like later on in the flight, the flight attendant came down the aisle, you know, with a, with one of those little push carts, ice cream sundaes. Yeah. Do you like chocolate or caramel, sweetheart? I did like, one. The first time I flew first class, I was going from Phoenix to Chicago. Uh, and I upgraded at the airport because it was an option. I was like, well, you know, what? I have the money. Why not? I want to try it once just to see 
what it's like and that kind of thing. The seat wasn't that much better at the time, but this is when they were, it was nonstop. They were still serving meals on the flights. Mm. So I got to have lunch on the flight and stuff. And, and it was like on a plate with real silverware, like an right. actual meal. And, yep. and like the glass came out warm and dessert. Yes. Yes. And that's the thing. Like it wasn't necessarily the seat. The seat was a little nicer. It was wider, but they had extra padding. So it still felt snug to me. Yeah. In a way, like the way the normal seats do, but the service was amazing. Oh, yeah. So almost psychic. Like it was really creepy to be like, <laughs> come down the aisle with a basket of goodies. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. But it was, and then I did it last summer when I flew to Nashville from Phoenix to visit my folks. I was like, you know what? I have the money. I'm going to splurge on myself and spend sure. $2,000 round trip to, to fly first class. You know, Why not? And enjoy it. I, yeah, I had a, and I had a one, I had a nice experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, on it, and the seats felt more comfortable, and they they were a little wider, yeah. like they had less padding, kind of th- like it, yeah. they actually felt more comfortable and yeah. roomy. And yeah. I'm like, okay, still don't have a lot of leg room, but I can live with that, you know. Was, um, so yeah, no, it was. It's always good if you can, and that's the thing. It's it's first class for a reason. It's it's tough to afford, but if you can, it's always it's always worth doing. Yeah, um, at least experience it once in your life. It's nice. Yeah, yeah, I think it's always worth doing once. Uh, okay. So then uh, see the next thing I have is this one. There's a couple, this is kind of, this isn't Christmas related, but, um, there's, there's a couple that hopefully if this happened last night, they hit, they finished their new year's resolution. Uh, they've been married for a number of years and, um, doing these things. So apparently the, this couple, they have kids and everything. They live in Chicago. They made it their New Year's resolution because they've been struggling a bit. They made it their resolution to have a date night, one oh, night a week, right. every week for a year. Oh. So it appeared even with illness, cancellation, whatever, they never missed. And they actually made it through all 51 weeks. And presumably if they went last night when this was posted, then that would be 52 weeks. And they actually made it through the entire year. Wow. So date I think night once awesome. a week. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, and they went out to like different restaurants in the Chicago area and nice. Uh, plenty of a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, no, I think that's and I think it was just like they got married uh in like in the mid 2000s and stuff, but they have oh, a couple okay. kids now and it's just sure. been it's just been a struggle to actually spend time together. So they made an effort to to do that. I I I respect that, you know. It's always good that's to nice. That's the thing is having communication, being able to spend time together. I think that's really the key right. to, a, right. to a good, successful, long marriage. And, of course. And whatnot. So, yeah, relationships take a little work, yeah. you know? It's, it's nice uh, to spend time like that away from the kids, date night, you know? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. Good for um, them. Yeah. And then, uh, in keeping with that, talking about relationships. In a way, uh, this one's about a friendship, a very peculiar friendship, but it's one I, I think is it. No, it's a good one though. There, there was, I guess earlier this year. Yeah, it was earlier this year. Um, there was an abandoned farm in South Carolina and a rescue, an animal rescue organization found these two animals together. It was a donkey and an emu. Oh, and, <laughs> The the owner of the farm had left town. They basically just abandoned all the animals there. And, oh, no. And, uh, and these two animals basically kind of bonded and became friends. And they just, they wouldn't separate. And they uh, stayed together and all that stuff. And so this rescue organization was posting photos on their social media accounts, like on Instagram and stuff, about these two together. And and um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's an actor on, most recently on The Walking Dead and supernatural and a bunch of other things over the years. Uh, I love him. He's a terrific actor uh, and his wife who have a farm uh, in upstate New York adopted the donkey and the emu together and took them home. That's right. Uh, Cause they have a, they have a menagerie of a bunch of animals right uh, together. So they gave them kind of a, gave them their forever home. Like, That's oh. nice. And together they are emu. <laughs> there, there you go. That's my corny joke of the day. Thank Emuki. Emki. Emki. Donk you. <laughs> Donk you. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. 
Yeah. All right. Yeah. I think that's, yeah. So that's kind of cool. That's nice. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's great. So good for them. Good for them. Be happy. Oh, yeah. We think we could all be that happy. No. <laughs> okay. Keep it up, uh, man. Keep it up, beat. I know. We're almost there. No crying almost this episode. There. No, no, it's fine. I'm crying tears of joy. <laughs> no. Um, anyway, uh, let's see. We're going to go global again for a bit here. You got some good ones here. This is good. Yeah. This was, here's one. This was in, this is from Australia. I see. I'm not sure. I think they must have done it sometime this year. The article's from earlier in the month. but So it was a group of college students uh, that just set a Guinness World Record in Australia uh, with a solar-powered car. And it drove oh. across Australia in six days. <gasps> yeah. Wow. Um, that's 2,500 miles from Perth to Sydney. Wow. Um, yeah. And it, so it actually got the, it actually made it ahead of schedule, like two days ahead of schedule. Oh, wow. Um, the University of New South is a team from the University of New South Wales. Um, but they had to, in order to set the, the Guinness record, they had to keep the energy consumption under 5.5 kilowatt hours for every 62 miles. Oh, and the actual energy consumption ended up being about three and a quarter kilowatt hours. Oh my goodness! For sixty-two miles, and they were saying it's about seventeen times less energy than the average Australian car. Wow! Yeah, um, they traveled about three hundred seventy-two miles a day on average, at about thirty-seven miles an hour. Um, oh. When it's coasting, basically, if you think about the energy of a toaster. Wow. So overall, during the day, use the, 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 about the same amount of energy as a regular house. Oh, wow. Uh, but I like that idea that they were able to cross, and especially Australia. Yeah. Like so much of Australia is like unforgiving, uninhabited wasteland. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason Mad Max works because they have all that place to shoot out there. And it's just about desert, to all yep. just brutal climate down there. Um, I think that's really awesome that they were able to do that. I'm curious as to what model car they were using, but yeah, it's basically the car, like the, there's a picture on the hood. I got to remember to throw all these links in the robot. So we have them for the, the show notes, but they like the hood of the car and like the, the roof over the passenger cabin and the trunk, like it's all solar panels. Yeah. Um, all the way back. So I think that's, yeah. uh, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Actually, let me, yeah, I'm going to start. That is awesome. While I'm at it. But yeah, I think that's, I, I think that's all just, I think that's, oh, come on. Really? You're going to make me do that? Oh, okay. So it's just that that's making me do that. So, but um, I love the fact that they, I always love reading stories about stuff like that, especially with students where they can do that kind of stuff. It It really kind of, lends itself to the idea of alternative fuels. Oh yeah. Uh, going forward and electric cars. And I, I mean, they can't all be cars coated in solar panels, but um, I like the idea that, uh, that that's a possibility yep. going forward. Um, yeah. That we can, you know, I like the idea and just in general, cause it's a nice challenge. Right. But also that it, it allows us to think about what's possible and right. Um, not necessarily just go, well, well, we might as well just go back to driving our gas guzzling SUVs because, right. And I say that as somebody who drives a gas guzzling SUV, um, mainly just because I need the room to be able to sit. Uh, and yeah, there's that. I would be, I would be thrilled if my car was a hybrid, I would be thrilled to death, but it's not unfortunately. Yeah. 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 Our, you know, our pilot, as much as I badmouth it sometimes, our pilot uh, in economy mode, actually, I'm getting really good mileage. I can, I can on average, when I drive back and forth, you mm-hmm. know, from the Bay Area to uh, Sacramento, <clears throat> I'm getting about 32 miles a gallon. Yeah. And that's pretty, that's pretty decent for an SUV. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it's better than, it's better than the Accord that I have, actually. Cool. You know? I'm getting about, man, I'm getting close to 500 miles a tank. Hmm. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yep. I have to get the leak in the back fixed, but that's something else. Right on, right on. 
Yeah, I love I love hearing about these good news. The good news is great. I mean, like, how often do you turn the news on and it's nothing but disaster and bad news and death and all this other stuff? Yeah. And it's nice to hear about the good things yeah. that happen because well, the good stuff doesn't get a whole lot of attention. Here's one that's related to that. Uh, totally unintentional. I just happened to come across it while I was reading that article. Here's another solar-related article uh, from October. The uh, National Broadcom Masters Competition, which is one of the big science and engineering competitions for middle school yeah. kids. Uh, thirteen, This 13-year-old in uh, Oregon won, uh, won the competition. She created a program, uh, like a computer program, that allows solar panels to generate more electricity by following the location of the sun. Oh, so pivot essentially. So if the, because if the solar panel is able to follow the sun, it gains more direct sunlight and can generate more energy. Ah. And the more electricity it can generate, the faster it pays off purchase costs and oh, wow. utility bills. And like because the solar panels are only kind of set up to point statically in one direction. Right. So if you're looking at it like, like a satellite dish or something where you can rotate it to follow the sun, you're going to get more more effectiveness out of it. I like that. Yeah, idea. yeah. Um, there are some solar panels that can that can already do this, but they're really expensive. Mm. And so, she used an equation supplied by NOAA, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, to figure out exactly where the sun would be at a given time, and then kind of a program a tracker and do this oh, stuff wow. all on her own. So that you know. Um, the idea is it will reduce the uh, payback costs, like the break-even point on a solar panel, reduce that by like forty percent, yeah, sort of thing. So I think that's terrific. Yeah, that's uh, good. Or no, she's from California. Yeah, she's from Northern California. So that was, um, and she was inspired by a trip they had taken to visit family, and uh-huh. like her uncle that they were visiting had just invested in solar panels. And it was like going to pay off in like twenty years. Yeah, and she thought that was too long, so wow. <laughs> she's just sort of like, "Oh, all right, let's see if I can uh, work that." So yeah, she won like a twenty five thousand dollar prize Ooh. for that. Nice, like, awesome. That's really cool. That's really that is really cool. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of children, it's like I love how I work that segue in. Yeah, uh, something a little different because everybody loves candy. Oh, who doesn't? Um, yeah, that's true. Well, here's one: the uh, the Mars Company. Yes. Uh, who make M&Ms, among other things, yeah. M&M and Snickers and Milky Way and Mars bars and all that kind of stuff, um, committed, uh, announced they're committing a, over a billion dollars towards ensuring the cocoa supplies are from sustainable and ethical sources. And that also includes oh. uh, basically fighting deforestation, child labor, nice. worker exploitation, uh, all of that kind of stuff. That's but great. It's not even about certification. Like they're actually actively working on using GPS to trace the origins of their products when yeah. they're sourced and that kind of thing. We we'll work with national governments to try and uh, do more to combat child labor and yeah. That kind of so that's that's really cool. That is really yeah. cool. I don't eat as many. I obviously we don't eat it. You and I don't eat as much of that anymore. The no. candies, but uh, nope, nope, nope. That's nope. good. I was bad this week because. Despite the fact my parents have gotten pretty much off sugar and they're on like a low carb diet, there was still candy all throughout the house. I'm like, ah, sure. uh, I think around this time so of year, I felt year like I had now. to eat it to take the bullet. You know, <laughs> was gonna, oh well, yeah, take one had, for the team. She sure. had a jar of those Lindor truffles in my room. I'm like, oh, oh god, oh boy, damn it! Boy, oh, boy, <laughs> like oh, boy. I, I was, I was trying to be so good this week, um, and it was for the most part. Like I learned something. I actually learned how to to cook something new for breakfast which is uh, it's a sausage cookie oh thing. but we did it with a sausage my mom made a batch with a sausage substitute just using like the meatless oh, crumbles yeah. and stuff and so ah. we kind of went through the recipe and i I made a batch myself kind of learn how to do it on my own you know oh. in the future so now i have an instant breakfast that i can oh, cook go. ahead of time and then have like a week's worth of Oh, that's so yay. Delightful. yay! That's nice. I, I learned hey, how nice. to do stuff. You learned how to um, cook for yourself, man. Yeah, well, it's a step forward. That was one of those. I always, yeah. my 
my fear is always that like I buy these ingredients and try something and then it doesn't work. And then I'm stuck with these ingredients that go to waste. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. So I'm trying to be better about that and go, okay, rather than doing that, let's try this. If it doesn't work, we'll find some other way to use these ingredients in something. Right. Right. So that so doesn't go to waste. Some of it might go to waste. Hopefully not much, you know, it's kind of right. Right. And I liked being kind of semi lower carb, you know, it was, yeah. I mean, I still had bread and stuff while I was there and, and sure. plenty of other things. Sure. And there was a whole batch of cookies I came home with and yeah, um, frozen, you know, a batch of, a box, she bought a box of Eggo waffles for me to have for breakfast. I'm like, no, these are actually, these sausage things are good. Yeah. So, it's, well, cause it's like egg and spinach and onions and cheese oh. and sausage. I mean, it's delicious. Sounds good uh, to me. Yeah. It was interesting trying it with some more, you know, vegetarian and vegan ingredients and stuff. So right, exactly. Um, yeah, uh, I'm kind of on the same thing, you know. Doctor's orders. I uh, I don't eat a lot of sugar, uh, but right. around the holidays and then being away, you just yeah, it's you it's kinda, tough traveling and get yeah, you yeah, strong. you kind of forget yourself, right? And uh, yeah, the discipline kind of went down, um, but. No, like low to no sugar, you know, I'm, I'm eating things now where it's natural sugar. It's not added. There's nothing right. added. Well, no, and that's the goal is more just uh, natural sugar is fine. Right. Like, like not, the sugar you find in tomatoes, you know, like that's, yeah. yeah. God and put that in there. But even then, and that's the thing, like she's even still like, even with the natural sugar, like she's kind of limit, not, not depriving, just cutting way back right. on the yep. natural stuff. Exactly. Uh, for exactly. her. My my stepdad's not such a bit not as big of a deal, but um, right, right. It just in general, they're just trying to be better about that stuff. And right. Well, as you get older too, I mean, you got to worry about not not worry about. You yeah. have to just kind of monitor, you know, your blood sugar levels and your cholesterol because you know all this stuff is cumulative. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm on a I'm on a fairly strict diet now, and I have to say. Uh, I actually feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, like um, I was doing intermittent fasting for a while and I've decided to kind of stop that just because I, I need to kind of nourish my body. Sure. And uh, I'll have uh, in the morning, I'll have some steel cut oatmeal, you know, with a little, little, little handful of of, uh, blueberries and then like a scoop of peanut butter, you know, to give myself some protein Right on. Uh, in the afternoon. I have some really healthy soup, um, low sodium, no added sugar, really good stuff with some brown rice. That makes a really hearty meal. Right. right. Uh, cool. You know, in the well, evening, and I, sound- and, I, and I got brave yeah. enough to kind of do, I still have to buy one or two accoutrement, like in terms of cookware for this, but there's yeah. this, um, it's like a black bean spinach mixed with rice that our family is kind of, it's kind of become like a go-to quick meal. Oh, yeah. Oh, to prep yeah. that can, because it makes a big batch and will last for several days in the fridge. And so yeah. it's, yeah. it's something I, I've loved and I, I didn't really understand how to make it. Like I've had the recipe for a while, but I didn't really understand it. And I watched my mom do this year. I'm like, okay, now I get it. You know, it's like, okay, now, yeah. I, now I can do that. Now I feel comfortable doing this. Well, right. The pieces I make sure I have all the pieces I need in terms of cookware right. to, to actually get right. yeah. uh, Which doesn't require a lot. I mostly just need a lid for my skillet. <laughs> so that's... Uh, I don't know that I have one. So that's, that's my goal is to do that. Cause then I can have that for lunches, which I right. usually have after I come home from work. Yeah. So I basically have breakfast, lunch and dinner at home as opposed to eating out more often. Yeah. Most yeah. of the days of the week, I still do it right. a couple of days. Like on Fridays, I'll eat breakfast out. Like I'll go to Duncan or, and get sure. some, get some sandwiches, you know, some stuff uh, on right. Friday. Cause it's the end of the week. But, right. So right. Anyway, We've got one more story to tell because uh, our time's almost up, and I wanted to share this. Yep. So, Good. you know, for me, obviously, as a, as as a voiceover guy and an audiobook narrator specifically, uh, I wonder about this sometimes. And some people may have been worried with the plethora of e-readers out there, the just the various flood of Kindles and the uh, unfortunately dying Nook series and um, yeah. the Kobo readers, things like that that like ebooks have become like a big thing and they had for a while and stuff. But this year, uh, printed book sales are on the rise again. Ah, and it's been basically about a five year trend of improving sales of essentially of about 10% overall in the last five years. 
Mm. It's actually gone up. Um, and so as opposed to uh, ebooks specifically, audiobooks are also on the rise and they have been for a while. Uh, and they're projected to continue improving because people uh, like printed books. They don't, yep. you know, you, that way you're spending less time in front of a screen. Yeah. Uh, studies have shown that you're actually more likely to remember information from printed sources rather than on a screen. Oh. Uh, and you actually Why is that? Why is that? Cause you're holding it. You're interacting. I, I, I think that's part of it, but it, I don't know. I think it reads the, I think it reads it differently. Oh, okay. Like your brain registers it differently than if it's on the oh. screen. Oh, all right. But yeah. also when you buy a book, you own it. Yeah. That's like right. when you buy an ebook, you don't own it. You're just like leasing it basically like, like software, uh, you get a copy of the thing for as long as they let you have it. Yeah. And then unless you, unless you, actually get something that doesn't have DRM on it or um, remove the DRM in some way, which uh, we don't encourage officially. Uh, But it's um, unless you do that, like you don't, what you're paying, you don't own. The nice thing about a printed book is you own it. So you can share it with other people. You can, you know, once you're done with it, give it to somebody else, donate it to a library. You can do those things. If you like it, keep it in your, you know, keep it on your shelf as it were. Right. And and it good and it does kind of set a good example for kids that things aren't all necessarily disposable, um, right? That kind of thing. You like you, you can buy something and make it last. You can right do those kind of things, and I think that's a good thing as well. So yeah, yeah, sure, yep. So I I like that. I I bought. I haven't bought a lot of physical books lately. Uh, I, I had a, I was on a on a stream of that last year. Uh, buying more physical books. I do, I do still get some, I do still buy eBooks for my Kindle and things like that. Yeah. Um, Cause books in general are valuable, but yeah. I like specifically for books I really like or things that reference material that I want to hold on to long-term. I absolutely will buy a physical copy and put it on my shelf Yeah, so that I have it. So, you know, if something happens and the internet goes away for some reason, I have access right. to that stuff. And of course, public right. libraries are fantastic and, yeah continue to be so yeah so remember that going into 2019 folks read more yes read more read, read more uh read more quality articles read more quality books read listen to more audiobooks please uh yeah. <laughs> just saying from personal bias please um right. you want to buy my the books i've narrated you're more than welcome to um you might learn some about linux yeah, well, there's that, and or other things. If you ever, sure, if you've ever uh, been curious about what dramaturgy is, uh, I have a I have a whole book on that that I narrated. Or if you want to know about the history of the blockbuster film, that was one of my personal favorites. You know, oh. um, that's all on my website. So that's uh, nice. Yeah, yeah. plug your website. To, links to that's all on my website, actorgeek.com. There you go. Yeah, that is that's my professional website. Uh, for, for all my acting work, things like that. I'm actually working on, that's on my to-do list this next year is to overhaul that website as well. Nice. Um, it's past due. It's been sitting on, I mean, I like, I like the way it looks now, but I, uh, want to kind of improve the back end of it and, uh, maybe redesign a little bit, make it more efficient. It, it, it's been a little sluggish to load and it's partially because of, um, uh, some embeds and things, just audio stuff. It's just back end boring things that, uh, but I want to make right. it faster. So I'm going to, I'm going to work on that for, for you guys, for the fans out there, uh, whoever you are besides my parents. Love you, mom. Right. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, we should probably wrap this up. Uh, it was a good 2018. Um, we will work to obviously to improve the podcast even more next year. Yes. Um, including actually having episodes out <laughs> for the bulk of the year. I would say that's, that was our big failing this year was we never released most of the episodes, even though we recorded a whole bunch. Right. Um, we're working what on that. That's that, but that's my fault. My fault alone. No, 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 um, no, no, no. Well, we, no, we were I, dealing with some, well, we were dealing with some technology challenges and some editing challenges and well, and it's mostly we corrected most of those. I, I think a lot of it could have been if I had actually sat down and focused, I could have gotten it done and yeah. I didn't. I mean, it, it really is on me. It's as, as the guy who's basically been handling the, produ- the post-production stuff, that's, that is my responsibility. Nah, don't beat yourself so, up. 
I'm not. I'm just saying that's what happened. And it's, it's an honest assessment of being like, well, this is where I fell short. So we're going to work on that going forward. Um, and we will get those episodes up sometime. So we have a complete archive of the show at the right place. And that place is our website at briantrustpodcast.com where you can go hear this episode, any of the episodes we've released this year, some of our older classics and, and whatnot. Um, you can subscribe to the show there via RSS or on Apple podcasts. Uh, we're working on adding it to like Google play and other platforms going forward. Uh, but if you like it, wherever you do listen to the podcast, if you have the opportunity, please rate and review the show because ratings and reviews are how shows like ours get discovered by other people. You know, be honest, but be fair. If you do like the show, but you have a little quibble with it, don't be afraid to rate it five stars and then just give us more specific feedback either in the review or, you, you know, you can contact us directly. Um, our email address is briantrustpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on the Facebooks. Our fan page there is facebook.com slash the Brian Trust. Uh, we're also on the Twitters. The show is at the Brian Trust. Individually, we're also on there. I am at Actor Geek. I am at B Selkie. And that's going to do it for this episode of the Brian Trust, which I believe is episode 112. Yes, 112. Wow. <laughs> I had to look it up. The, the the holiday special last week doesn't count as an actual episode number. It was just an extra oh, bit. So that's a, that's well, because nice. it's a special. So that's uh, so episode 112 of the podcast, episode 46 for this year for us out of 52 weeks. So we did, we did good. We done good this year. And if we'd gotten them all released, it would have been a great year. But yeah. we did good. We did good. We're going to do we better. Had, we met our goal. We'll, we'll, you know, we've got, we'll move forward in 2019 with all of you out there, hopefully with some other Brian's as well, joining us in the future. Yeah. Um, but other than that, thanks so much for tuning in and until next year. Here's, here's my question about that. I love the song, but really should old acquaintance be forgot? I don't know. I, know, I should probably have never brought it to mind, but you know, <laughs> Yeah, just forget Happy about it. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year, man. All right. See you next year. Yep.